Hello, remote friends. The information from this podcast is rich with remote support, but it's even more important that you go from information to application to get the best results possible. Remote work is here to stay, and we want to help you on your way. So let us know how we can support you even more by visiting remotepathways.com. There you will find a quick link to talk with us directly. Reach out to Jen for all your teamwork, leadership, coaching, and facilitation needs. And reach out to Michelle for developing a healthy, sustainable rhythm of life through spiritual practices, 90-day projects, and simple structures to support your remote working journey. Until we connect, thank you for listening. It's such an honor going remote together with you. Let's explore the remote world. Together we'll discover the people, places, and pathways to working remotely. We'll engage in great conversations, share tips and valuable resources, and connect you with voices from the field. Let's go remote together. Hey, Michelle, how are you today? I'm doing fabulous, Jen, because I am here with you at the Remote Pathways table. I just love having our conversations. I do, too. And as as the world continues to evolve and open up, you know, the Remote Pathways truly are moving into the hybrid workspace. So I'm excited we get to come back together again to talk a little bit more about the Hybrid Work Styles Quiz, which we featured maybe three or four months ago. But now that many workplaces are truly becoming a hybrid work reality, I thought it was time to dedicate another podcast episode really to this topic because I've been having a lot of fun lately um, actually working with coaches on a program called Coaching the Hybrid Work Style Quiz. And we're going to be leading, we're going to be launching a leading the hybrid work styles quiz and teaming with the hybrid work styles quiz. Um, in the next couple of months. So with that, I thought it would be neat for people to reconnect with these five different types of hybrid work styles, um, but talk more about like, how do we support people better in this evolutionary workspace? How does that sound? That sounds great. What an important topic, especially building on, right? We talked about how are you successful long-term in the remote space. Then we went to combating burnout, then the compassion fatigue and power of community. So it just seems right in the flow of the podcast release to be talking about support for the hybrid work styles. I love this topic. Thank you for bringing this. Well, I think it's really critical right now. It's mission critical. It's sort of one of those moments in the span of the world where we've got to get it right, right? As people go back into the workplace, it's, you know, it's a once in a lifetime. We've said that a few times, but as, as you know, workers today are hungry for connection. Um, they've been apart many places for a year or two. And so how do people really uh, have a common framework and or language to be talking together about who, who everyone is and making sure that people are in the right seat on the right bus? as well, if we use the analogy of Jim Collins. Yeah, so, so important. Yes. And they're seeking that common language right now. And I love that um, now is the time, like you said, hybrid is here. These are the conversations you're getting a lot of requests 
around this body of work too, right? A lot of requests. So again, you know, while virtual conversations is really important in 2021, remote was 20, sorry, 2020 was virtual conversations. 2021 was remote. 2022 for me is all about the hybrid, right? And, and as I've shared and we've talked about this, you know, like leading hybrid teams has been my work reality, people being with me, people being offsite, how do we navigate the dynamic tensions of the us them of, you know, helping people do their best work, opening up those communication channels. So just like it was hard to go all remote, it's even more complex to go hybrid and do it really well, where our seven remote enablers get boosted with the intentionality and the vision needed for hybrid work. And, you know, we really want to have as part of that equation, understanding who's who on the team. And that's where the hybrid work styles quiz came in. So if you haven't taken it yet, I want to invite you to head on over to bitly.com, B-I-T-L-Y.com forward slash hybrid work quiz. That's bitly.com forward slash hybrid work quiz takes you two to three minutes, a few questions, and you will find out what your quiz type is. Again, it's meant to be a conversation starter. It's not, you know, a full-blown, scientifically valid, but it is very interesting to see the numbers go up and the conversations that I've been having with people. People are like, yeah, this is, you know, definitely my style. So I know, Michelle, you're you're an innovative experimenter or visionary. You're visionary, correct? Yeah, I'm visionary. And you know what I else I really appreciate about this quiz and the five types? That there's only five styles. Yeah. <laughs> like there's only five. You know, I can hold up my hand and I can say, okay, there's five styles. So when I think of my team, I hold up my hand and I know that one of these styles is somebody before me. You know, so just that. I think right now and everything, the hybrid itself being complex, Uh but just the simplicity of that, I just thank you for designing it this way. And so just remind us so that I've got, I'm holding up my hand. Maybe you want to hold up your hand too, if you're listening to us and tell us these five hybrid work styles again. Absolutely. And as Michelle said, you know, in complexity, we want to make things simple, hence the five. So today we're going to start with Uh, the first of five, but I'll run through all five of them. And, you know, if I didn't put this group first, they would be chomping at the bit. They probably wouldn't be listening. So the first group that we're going to touch on is the builder. Uh, Behind that, we'll next go to the visionary, then the connector, then the innovative experimenter, and finally, the culture wizard. So I want you to think about those. I'll run through the five quickly again. Builder, visionary, connector, innovative experimenter, and culture wizard. Again, you can find out more about this if you head on over to Remote Pathways. We'll have a link, but you can also find it over on reconnectingworkspaces.com and the hybrid work style quiz. So where do you, should we start with the builder? Because they are the most impatient of the, yeah. So we did another episode here at the Remote Pathways on what the styles are. But very quickly, as you can imagine, the builder wants to build. They want to get things done. Supports that they need, they need everything from resourcing to having the autonomy to be able to go and get things done. They just really want to get things done. And so while they're super focused on results, 
what's important in the hybrid space is that they also recognize that they're not a lone wolf, right? There are others around them that need their support that they need to be tapping into and perhaps even sharing results with because it's we don't operate in isolation, especially in the hybrid space. So uh, builders of the world unite, of course, doing amazing things, but often at a very, very fast pace. So they're typically the pace setter of the team. And I think, you know, as a team, we want to have all five of these styles, right? We, we don't want to just be overly loaded in one, because if we have too many of one type, we may become really imbalanced. We know that the best teams are complementary teams, which means that we have different styles. So if you're working with builders or you have a lot of builders on your team, really important with things like communication, short, sweet, to the point, as we would say in my household, or crisp, concise, and very direct. They are going to be listening for action words. They're going to be listening for direction and output. They're not going to be hearing the emotion of things. They're not going to be hearing perhaps the complexity or perplexity that people have. So just be noticing that within our styles, our styles influence how we see the world. They influence the way we prioritize, the way we make decisions, the way we communicate, and and what we get stressed by as well. So the builder will get stressed if they cannot get their stuff done. So what is needed by others on the team to clear the way so that builders can do what they're best at, getting it built. Oh, I love this. Okay, so there's the first one on my hand, the five, right? The builder. And I'm just going to remember, because it just helps me with these things, talking bullet point language, bottom line things for the builder and start with action. So thank you for that. Start with action. So shall we go next to the visionary? Yes. Visionary. Tell me more. Yeah. Well, the visionary. So again, if we bring it back to the digital dozen, and I do want to bring it to the digital dozen as well, because a lot of our listeners have been listening in. So the builder is Joe, right? Joe is the, the team leader. Um, But our visionary is probably someone more like Mo, who is our creative solopreneur. And visionaries are amazing because they see the horizon. And as I've been saying so much in this last two years of ongoing challenge and, and complexity, with the horizon, we have our vision. And the horizon allows us not to have that whiplash happening in terms of like change an ongoing change. So if we look to the horizon, while we feel that the waves are with us, it may help to anchor us. So the visionaries love that asking the question, what's possible? What else? You know, what's next? They need to be thinking bigger. And they also need a pause to help them think and share and dream they're going to be totally put off by the naysayers on the team. And so it's really important that we also notice where the friction points are in these relationships. Because as you can imagine, um, the visionary might get frustrated by the team members that are not buying into the vision or the team members that don't see what is possible. And that those could be, it could be many of them, right? It could be the builder who just wants to get it done now, not five years from now. (laughs) It could be the innovative experimenter that frustrates the visionary because the innovative experimenter wants to keep trying things out rather than like, you know, buying into the visionary's plan and vision. 
So it's an interesting framework when we really start looking at this from a team lens. What, what are the smooth points and what are the areas where there might be a bit of tension? Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, I think creating that space for the creativity happening, for the connections to form, for the opportunity to think bigger, to see how everything connects and how the people fit in. Yes, because then that's where the vision actually unfolds. I couldn't agree more with what you've shared. And, and, you know, there's a piece of heart in the visionary, right? A big piece of heart, which can take us either into the, you know, really into the world of the connector as well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, visionaries are often dr- driven by their purpose. So how are we helping the visionary connect with their purpose? But how does the visionary also help others on the team connect in with purpose, which is so key? Yes, the heart of the matter. The heart (laughs) of the matter, which that takes us then to the connector. Connector, and again, I invite you to take the quiz. So head on over to bit.ly.com forward slash hybrid work quiz. But that connector, it's all red, right? It's about the puzzle pieces, but I could have had the heart. And the connector really thrives when they're able to connect the dots, able to connect people, able to connect people with information, able to troubleshoot and connect resourcing. So the connector is always looking for the weave, right? I think we, you and I were having this conversation before we even started recording around weaves. And it's like, yeah, the connector is like all about looking at that unique tapestry of what might be possible and what could get formed in it. So the connector also may be, in addition to looking for connection, they may also be looking for clarity. And clarity, of course, is one of the other seven remote enablers, which helps people get grounded in both remote, hybrid, and perhaps say it, also in-person work. So the seven C's carry across any landscape of work today. And clarity is critical for so many, including the connector. They want to know they want to know who, who's who, where, you know, what resourcing can I access? Um, they may be asking a lot of questions to help think bigger in terms of connectivity. Yeah, and I love the uh, digi dozen that you have associated with this is Ned, the new remote worker, because I can really see him needing this information too, that clarity on his role, what resources he needs, what relationships are important. But even if I have a connector that's been in that role for a long time, it sounds like that's important for them too. So thank yeah. you for helping me through, think through how I can support the connectors on our team. Exactly. And the connectors, if we want to use a metaphor, right, the connectors may be a map maker, right? They're like, they're like often laying out the map. The visionary's got the horizon of the map, mm-hmm. but the connector is like seeing where these pathways really connect in. They're creating the hubs or they're identifying even the hubs. And you know what? They're going to also bring in like the builder to help the builder build better roads. The builder will build better roads on that, on that, you know, pathway. The pathway becomes like a super highway. So if, if you think better in my in metaphors, just a little metaphor around those different roles as well. Great. All right. So uh, let's go, I guess I, from connector, right? Like, Connector is all about the connection. What about innovative experimenter? One of my favorites and innovation, so critical in today's moment in time. How are we creating opportunities for people to um, not only come together, but innovate 
together uh, because at the heart of innovation is also collaboration. And that's the, the springboard I bring from Connector. So innovative experimenter, always trying things out, looking perhaps at how things can be morphed, how things like can be woven together like an alchemist. They really want that space to dream. They need the permission to get outside of a lane, one lane. (laughs) They will feel stifled if they're being told to stay in their lane because you know what? Their gift is the combination of things, the combination of ideas, the creation of something new out of elements that already exist usually. Um, the, The DigiDozen person who is associated with this is Sam, who, of course, we know from story, is selling her startup at a billion dollars. Brilliant young woman who created this billion dollar business from scratch. And through innovative experimentation, through research and development, through trying things out, through piloting, through learning, through getting feedback and growing and trying again, was able to really like carve out an amazing metaphorical company, which she sells for a billion dollars. Sam's a bit of my mentor. I really look to her and go, wow, like that is, that is really cool. Not just the, the, the monetary piece, but the building of, you know, they are a builder in their own right, but they're a builder in terms of just how they create. Yes, absolutely. And I, one key word, you know, that I, that I hear or see with that support needs is permission. So if you'll just give that, um, that innovator experimenter the permission to do what they do, they will take off, you know, but they're waiting for that permission. They won't do it. You know, they prefer not to do it without, but that permission is huge for them. Yeah. Yeah. So again, that's number four. Hopefully you're on your fourth finger now, right? Yes. (laughs) So let's go to the fifth one, which um, I named the culture wizard, right? Culture wizard. So if you think about culture being how we do things here, we've spent a lot of time in the last couple of years here at Remote Pathways podcast talking about the importance of building a robust team culture. This is, in fact, at the heart of reconnecting workspaces, my latest body of, of writing. And in the hybrid work styles quiz, we're seeing a lot of people who are the culture wizard. On the digital dozen, the team member that represents the culture wizard is Mel the coach. She's always focused on how do we get better at articulating who we are and how we do things here. And so she is really not only just like the person who holds the space for inquiry, right? Inquiry being a question that people can percolate on, but she's also creating a bit of a pause point for people to figure out who are we? Who are we and what's possible when we come together in this hybrid workspace, which, as we know, coming together in the hybrid workspace isn't always as easy. Some may be able to all come back together on very fixed moments of time. And that physical, you know, social connection is so important. But um, for some organizations are going to remain always hybrid. So how do we use and leverage the talents of a a Mel to help us figure out who we are, who we are at our best, who we are and what we value and what sets us apart from other teams and other organizations. This is so timely. 
it's really going to resonate with our listeners, I think. So what would be the next steps that they need to take? Go take the quiz, go share it with the their quiz. team. But I'm like, I want to learn more. I want to learn more. Do they reach out to you? Is this something that you're doing with organizations? Are yes. you developing coaches to do this? Tell yes. us more. So yeah, so definitely anyone, you know, is invited, head on over, check out the quiz. So again, bit.ly.com forward slash hybrid work styles or hybrid work quiz. I'm sorry. Uh, you'll find the exact link in the show notes. And what is important, like I think this is a really important tool for teams, for leaders, for coaches to start the conversation. It doesn't matter if you've been working hybrid for a few days or many months, right? Like we can always benefit from this conversation. So personally, I and, and the team here at Potentials Realize, we're going in virtually, physically as well, working with organizations to have uh, an enhanced team day using the hybrid work style quiz. It can be delivered virtually or physically. We're also training up coaches and that's through the coaching, the hybrid work style program. And that's been a lot of fun to launch. It's spring. It's like a, a late, late winter spring program. We'll be offering that several times during 2021. And I also want to be offering this for groups of leaders. So if you're a leader and are like, how do I, how do I support my team members better? This is also for you. So head on over reconnectingworkspaces.com. You'll see the quiz. You'll see the coaching, the hybrid work styles. You'll hear more about the leading the hybrid work styles and teaming in the hybrid work styles. Because as we know, it's not just about the leader. Everyone needs to be part of this dialogue. And we'd be more than happy and privileged to actually come in and do a day with you and your team around this. Everyone needs more team development. And um, this is a start of a conversation. It could be a one-off or it could be the start of a a longer-term team coaching engagement. Yes, so important. And you're kind of shedding light on where we're going in the next episode, where we're going to take these individuals, right? We talked about the five uh, different styles, but we're going to be bringing them together, talking more about team building. We're going to be sharing the hybrid team building tips. So be sure to check that out. Go ahead and mark your calendar. That will be episode 58, probably coming out uh, the 1st of April. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Jen, for bringing this into the workspace right now. It's so needed, so appreciated. And yeah, for even doing these episodes to shed more light on the opportunity. Well, enjoy it. And I look forward, you know, let me know, let the team know here at Potentials Realized what you are finding with this quiz, right? We want to get thousands, if not tens and hundreds of thousands of people taking this to really start a different conversation. So I'm on a mission for the rest of this year to really bring this out in the world because I know how important it is for teams to have a shared framework as well as a common language to really be able to figure out how we work more effectively together. And at this moment in time, it's so critical that we have businesses that are thriving, that we have people who find it fun and meaningful to come back to work, whether that means I'm still at my home or it means that I'm going into the office. For the world to continue moving, we need we need to keep the economic engines running. And I think it's just, you know, mission critical for, um, you know, businesses to thrive. In fact, the latest trust survey, many people are probably familiar with the, the annual Edelman uh, trust surveys. At this moment in time, business is being seen as the most trustworthy entity across 
anyone, which is very insightful. So as a business, if you run a business, if you are part of an organization, how are you equipping your team with some space and time to really figure out how do we want to work together and how can we work better together um, in our journey forward? Wow. That's like you said, that's a very interesting stat that you just shared. Very interesting. Yeah. Thank you for that. I'm looking forward to seeing how all this comes together. The people come together in the next episode of hybrid team building. But until then, Jen, I look forward to seeing you soon on the remote pathways podcast. Have a great day, everyone. Take care.